You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Decoded, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better, to grow your business, to attract more clients and customers, and to, of course, make more money. And I'm excited today because I am talking to someone so amazing. I've had the pleasure of speaking for Kathy in her her amazing class. And I am so excited to talk about doing a website and social media audit on your business because it is so, so important. So Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. So excited to have you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Would you please tell the listeners more about yourself and more about how you really got into digital marketing? Because you have a very unique story and we definitely want to learn all about that. Awesome. Well, I am Kathy Fredrickson. I am an educator and a consultant. I run a digital marketing clinic on the third largest campus in the wonderful state of Wisconsin. So I may have a Wisconsin accent, but that's okay. Forgive me for that. Um, But I work at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, and we are located about an hour north of Milwaukee. I have been teaching as first an adjunct professor and then now as a faculty member. I've been teaching for 20 years. So I started teaching as an adjunct because I wanted to give back and I wanted to be with students. I was working full time. My very first class was intro to marketing and I got the bug. So my husband has been amazing on this journey. He has supported me as I've come up with these wild and crazy ideas to continue to come back to campus to teach. Since 2017, I have been leading our digital marketing um, program. So I have built five courses from the ground up. And as a result, um, what I really like to do is I like to explain digital marketing in a way that people, good business people can understand, including my students. I run my courses, as you know, Michelle, I run them like a meeting. So we have an agenda, we have a plan, and my students are doing um, experiential learning. So we're going to talk about the website and social media audits that I've done both as a practitioner, but also that my students have done and then my interns have done at our digital marketing clinic. So thank you for having me. Yes. And I love it. And of course, I always say this on the Social Media Decoded podcast. I bring the best experts, 20 years of teaching. So, (laughs) so amazing. And I can definitely say that Kathy's amazing. Her class is amazing. They they actually did a presentation on my podcast. And that's how I found Kathy. We found each other on LinkedIn, you guys. So this is Mm -hmm. why I say it's important to be visible on social media because Kathy and her students found me and my podcast. I did not find them. So it is important for you to put your business out there and you never know what type of experiences or opportunities can come from that. And so 
I had to have Kathy on the podcast today to talk about doing website audits and social media. So I want to get into it. Why is it important to conduct a website and social media audit as a business owner? Okay, so website and social media audits are critical for every business. Unfortunately, there are a few companies that are committed to to completing them. We know that. That's why we're talking about this today. Um, Businesses struggle with tying their investment in their website and their social media efforts to quantifiable results. Now, I'm going to get a little bit academic on you guys, so just bear with me. Um, I am not your uh, heavy into research type of professor, but sometimes I do go back to research. So the concept I'm going to talk about is a, a spend impact disconnect. Now, there's a resource that I think all business owners should start with, and it is an academic research uh, resource. So uh, Christine Mormon at Duke University has been researching the social media spending spend impact disconnect for years. And she's got a great website. It's the CMO report. And her research has not really changed um, in a number of years, unfortunately. Only 11% of marketing leaders report they have proven impact in their social media quantifiably. Um, 40% have a good qualitative sense, like, yeah, we can see from comments and shares and things like that that is working, but not quantitative assessment. And nearly half report they haven't been able to show the impact yet. So here we are. We're all on social media, but yet we're not showing the impact. And you have to show that. You have to show that to your team to get them on the same page. You have to show that to management and owners to really preserve and grow your marketing budget. So it's really, really important. So Christine's research led me to creating the website and social media audits in my classroom. Now, since 2018, when I created it, it has taken off. Now, our program, like I said, we're the third largest university and we're a growing program. So since 2018, 340 of my students have performed 82 audits for small businesses and nonprofits. The interns at my clinic that we launched in January of 2021 have performed 30 audits for small businesses, and we operate within our small business development center. So these are businesses that need help, and they apply to the small business development center, which is through our small business administration, for for help. And when a counselor has identified they need marketing help, they send them to us. And so a lot of times we see the spend impact disconnect and we're like, okay, we can roll up our sleeves and we can get started and we can do a website and social audit for you. And what's nice is that we're funded by a grant. So you spend about 15 hours with one of our interns and we help them. We help them understand. We help them get Google Analytics installed if they don't have it installed yet. And if they do have it and they haven't looked at the data, we help them understand as well. So... That's kind of the lay of the land, and I can provide just kind of the big picture of what it all is. I absolutely... I'll get started on that. (laughs) I absolutely love that, and I love the fact that you said, you know, marketing budget. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of small business owners, well, I know that a lot of small business owners may not necessarily think about having a budget for marketing, but like you said, I... 
it all has to make sense. And I come from a background. I worked for a very large beauty and hair care brand, multi-million dollar business. When I worked for them, they were in the startup phase. But it's very important for it was very important for me to understand are the people converting from social media through the website? Does the website even make sense? Does mm-hmm. it flow properly? Does it do all these things? And I think that business owners sometimes forget that you're taking them on a customer journey. And so everything has to work together. And if you don't see conversions on your mm-hmm. website from social media, then there is a disconnect. And right. so maybe you possibly might need to check Kathy out and her amazing <laughs> students so that you can get a website and social media audit. So. When it comes to the audit that your students do, what are some do's and don'ts that they might find that people are doing that they maybe should not do or change when it comes to their their social media and their their website? Okay. Um, I have do's and don'ts. Um, The first thing that you need to do is you need to follow process. And the process that my students follow on a website audit is actually based on a process developed by uh, Avinash Kashik. And he's another person that, that business owners should follow. He's got a wonderful resource called Occam's Razor. Um, you can uh, read his blog online or you sub- subscribe to his e-newsletter. So he built out the digital marketing measurement model. And what I did was I adapted that for the classroom. and it provides a strategic framework to get you started on auditing your website. So really you have to address what is the purpose of my site? And most businesses are going to have similar categories. So you want to increase awareness to your business. You want to generate leads. Maybe there's a specific product or service that you want to increase traffic You want to improve your reputation. Maybe there's um, some rebranding initiatives. All of that feeds in to specific KPIs. So for the first one, awareness. You can go to Google Analytics and get a sense on how aware people are of your business. And how do you do that? Well, you have a KPI of, I'm going to monitor my direct traffic. Direct traffic means that people know your URL already. And they're typing it in. They're going to your site. That's one piece of it. Another piece of it is the Google Search Console. And so Google Search Console will tell you what are the queries that people are searching when they land to your site. And if you find that you have a lot of branded search queries, good. People know your brand name. So monitor that and track it month to month and see if it's growing. And then go to analytics and find out what are the segments that are contributing to getting to my site. So that's just in the awareness component. Lead generation is important for any business. So make sure if you have a form, you know how many times people fill out a form and they don't know if it went through? Well, that's part of the experience, but that also is part of tracking. So you should have a special URL that says, thank you for contacting us. We will respond in you know, immediately, which is what people want these days. Um, But what that enables you as a marketer is you take that URL and then now you can track that URL. You can track how many completed forms have I had this month? And is there, go to your analytics, see is there a specific time of day that people are contacting you? Oh gosh, that's an insight. I could be marketing more on social media to say, hey, 
contact us. So there are so it, it is all based on what's cool about digital marketing is that to do it right, you have to be a good business person. And that's the connecting point is that small business owners are good business people primarily. I mean, that's why they're owning small businesses. And if you if you break it down to goals and objectives and KPIs, it makes sense to them. Then they look at their site and they go, oh my gosh, my site is a living, breathing entity that I can improve that actually can generate results. I mean, how many business owners sometimes say, oh yeah, we do marketing. And then they just let it be. No, you've got to nurture it. And there's so much data that you could quantify how well you're doing. And if you're not doing so hot, that's all right. Improve it. Yes, absolutely. I When you said look at the data, the data doesn't lie. I don't right. do anything. I don't create any content off of a whim. I create every single piece of content for my business off of analytics and data and mm-hmm. goals. And so I am so glad that you went into that. Um, and it is very important. Like I think for the website piece, some business owners may just miss that connection that your website is like the number one entry point because if they come from social media, go to your website and it's like all over the place or it doesn't make any sense, you've lost the sale already. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really important. So I hope that you, you're you listening and taking <laughs> notes here. Yeah. And if you love this episode, make sure that you tag me at Michelle L. Thames on Instagram and definitely leave us a rating and review. Every rating and review helps this podcast to be heard by more people. So I want to talk about some apps because I know that there are yeah. so many apps and so many different things that can make this easier on business yeah. owners. So are there any tools or apps that can make the audit process easier? Do, do your students use a specific um, app or anything we like do. that to help? Mm-hmm. We do. I want to talk about apps, but I want to give your listeners a don't. Let's go back. Oh, we to, didn't give a I don't. Did, we didn't Sorry. do a don't. Let's That's give okay. that don't. I have a big don't. Okay. So a do, we talked about this digital marketing me- measurement model. We talked about Avinash Kashik. Follow him. Definitely. He's awesome. Okay. So a don't. Now you've got access to data. Michelle has said, I love data. I love data too. Don't report data just because you have it. Go back to your KPIs. Direct traffic. How many students have I had that have like shown me all this data that they're proud to show and they have about five different charts on one Google slide? No, that's overwhelming. Don't take a screenshot of your dashboard and say, here you go. You have to present it based on your business. So if direct traffic is really important, show that. Every single business person should come out of your training being able to use Excel. You don't have to take a screenshot of what you see. You can import it to Excel so you have an easy, simple to read chart. If branded search queries are really important, then show us a trend line. Say, are the branded queries going up or down? Or, you know, show us the KPIs in its innate raw form. Don't complicate the whole process. Because remember, in digital marketing, it's so new. You're an educator. And we might be consuming this information and we're kind of advanced in what we know. We want to share it. Who we're speaking to is a business person that needs to hear it in the business context. So that's my biggest don't is like having all this data, 
don't just throw it at the people. You will overwhelm them. And the business owner will say, now this is why marketing department just does their thing. I, I don't think I want to be in another meeting <laughs> with these people. You want your executives and owners to rally behind this and to understand it. So, all right. You talked about apps. So now let's get into apps. So there are tools. I, I will give you the toolkit that we use at the Digital Marketing Clinic. Because being part of the Small Business Development Center and serving small businesses, we have to use resources that are affordable and that are easy to use. So number one resource that I like to use, there is a free version, but it's also worth $99 a month if you're willing um, for unlimited searches and data, and that is SEO Moz. Rand Fishkin created this organization and I've met him. He's an awesome guy. Um, so he's got, he, he developed these whiteboard Fridays for SEO. Um, he has now left Moz, but Moz is just, I love that tool because you get an assessment on your domain authority. So now I'm giving you a term and I'll give you a def definition. Domain authority is now it's Google's algorithm predicting how often you're going to be in their search results, right? You want to be in the top one, two, or three spots in the keywords that are important to you. They're going to give you a score. So Huffington Post has a score close to 100, of course, because they have a ton of links. They have a ton of keywords as Huffington Post. Now, you start from a baseline. If your score is 14 and you go, that's terrible, hold on. Think like a marketer. Use SEO Moz to put in your competitor. Think in your space. So if you're Joe the Plumber, now look up Al the Plumber. And if Al has 20 and you have 15, Al's doing more marketing and, show, and showing up in the Google algorithm more than you are. So it's all relative. Um, the second thing is they give you the linking root domain. So that's how many websites are linking to yours. And so if you follow a guy, another guy is wonderful, is Neil Patel. So Neil Patel is all about links. He's like, hey, you know, make sure the Chamber of Commerce has a link to your site. Make sure that you're asking for links to your site because Google loves that. Then there's keywords. SEO Moz will tell you what keywords you're ranking for. And if you're 10th, if you're 20th, or if you're first. And then you'll get a spam score. So your domain authority goes down if you've got websites that have been flagged by Google that are linking to you. So you will have a starting point for that as well. That's the first tool. We love that tool, SEO Moz. Google Analytics. Google Analytics is free. So you should definitely use it. Um, a caveat. So I train all of my students to be, um, they go through the basic and advanced certification and universal analytics, but that's all changing next summer when it's going to be G4. Google has not created the um, certification courses yet. So, oh dear, I'm going to have to probably create my own, but Google is free. And there's lots of resources. LinkedIn Learning actually has some resources that you can learn more about Google Analytics. Super important. There's Social Bearing, which is free and it's focused on Twitter only. So you'll get some nice stats that way. There's Social Blade, which is YouTube and Instagram. 
And then hashtags are super important. So you need to have your branded hashtag, industry-specific, maybe some trending hashtags, and then hashtagify.me is a great tool for hashtag insights. So that's in their toolbox in terms of what we use in our website and our social audits. So many amazing <laughs> resources that you just dropped in this well, short amount of how time. Much, how much would it cost? All of those together, the one that I'm recommending that you pay for is SEO Moz, and that's $99. So that's in a small business budget, definitely. Definitely. But And I want to go back to SEO for a minute and what you were mm-hmm. saying about ranking on Google, because the company that I used to work for, Myel Organics, there is a blog post that I wrote for the company. I used to run the blog as well and work with... We had an outside digital team that did ads and all those type of things in SEO. I focused on organic social media, growing the business that way. And so I wrote a blog post about, so the company is natural hair. They have natural hair products. And so the post that I wrote was about how to do a hot oil treatment on natural hair. And they had a product that is a oil. And so this, if you type in how to do or the benefits of hot oil treatments, this post comes up second or third on Google. Do you know how huge that is for the company that every time someone searches that, they're always going to come up number two and they're one of the top brands in that space. And so they have that top space on Google. So that is very helpful to them because now people are searching, 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 and they'll come across that post. It's very informational. It has a lot of great resources, but not only that, links to products, right? So that people Mm -hmm. can click on that and they can measure that. So don't forget about blogs when it comes to your business because people are searching. So if you don't have a blog, what I heard from Kathy on here is that you want to make sure that you add an addition of a blog to your site so that you can even be more searchable and come up in Google Analytics and all the rankings everywhere um, first, right. second, third. That's like the goal, right? So I'm right. glad that you said that. Absolutely. And, you know, keyword research is so important. So SEO Moz is going to tell you what keywords you're ranking for already. Now you as a marketer need to find more keywords. And like what Michelle is saying, the how-to is a question. So we use keywordtool.io and it's very reasonable in cost as well. I think it's less than $100 a month. Isn't it worth it to see in your geographic area, what the search volume is. So hot oil treatment, what is that search volume? And if you are a provider of that and you only provide it in the state of Wisconsin, you're only going to care about that search volume from people in Wisconsin. So all of this data is available to us. It's just a matter of organizing it, thinking like a business person, and taking steps. There's so much to digital marketing that I think if you have an organized process, you use the digital marketing measurement model, you use Google Analytics, and like Michelle said, you have a blog, and that blog, every single blog you do, is attached to a keyword that you know has search volume. You're going to start to see traffic, more than just traffic, qualified traffic to your site, which is super important. Yes. I know we're 
we we can get a little bit technical about all the social media and digital marketing <laughs> terms. It doesn't have to be hard. I know we're getting technical about SEO and things like that, but it's important as a business owner to know the different ways to market your business. And that's why I go deeper on this podcast about social media and digital marketing because they have to work together. There's like no real way that you can have social media in a corner and not also work on your other digital marketing assets. So very important. So very last question. This has been such a great episode. I hope, again, all of the listeners are taking notes because it has just been so juicy. So I want to talk about workflows. And I like that you said previously before you shifted into this question that you should have an organized plan because that is the real path to success. So what does a typical workflow look like for a website and social media audit when your students are going through this process? Just run us through like a really quick workflow. Yep. Okay. So every student, like I said, it was 340 that took my uh, digital marketing analytics course and I offer it two times a year, which is great. Digital marketing measurement model. That's first. Define your goals. Define your KPIs. Go to Google Analytics and know how you're performing on those KPIs and then understand the segments that are contributing to that growth and success. Google Analytics dashboard should be your KPIs. So this is living and breathing. So you shouldn't just like have analytics and not look at it. So you need to be looking at and devote a time that you're going to look at it. And small business owners are busy. So if they say, well, Sunday evening is my social media and website time and to look at my analytics, look at my dashboard. Use SEO Moz because your website health is really important. Both the health of your domain authority, but also getting into some of those technical things. Like if your site loads too long, people are not going to stay. So there's a technical piece to it, too. So website health is very important. And your social media audit. So revisit. Social media audit has three components. Your audience analysis. So this is based on what's our brand persona? What's our um, audience persona? And does that match who is actually going to our social accounts? And then an internal analysis. You know your footprint. You should know your competitor's footprint. You should know what they're doing well and what you're doing well. You should know your high and your low performing posts and why. And then you need to do a competitive. So you always have to have an eye on competition. Now, here is also a don't. <laughs> don't just focus on your space. So remember, I had the funny example of, you know, hey, plumber A, plumber B. Okay, let's use that example again. Don't just look at other plumbers if you're a plumber. If you are a plumber that wants to appeal to a younger audience because you feel that that's um, an area of opportunity and you recognize that maybe I wanted to use Instagram and use Instagram well, why don't you look like companies that are amazing on Instagram? We have a local, um, it's, it's food and gas station called Quick Trip. They are amazing on social media and they're Wisconsin homegrown. Yay. Uh, so, so go to Quick Trip. See why people love Quick Trip on social media. So that you can have aspirant brands that maybe will address a deficit that you've identified or an opportunity that you've identified. Does TikTok make sense? Well, before launching into TikTok, think about Who's doing a great job and why? So 
always make sure that you're doing your audience, your internal, and your competitive. Those are the big three areas of the social media audit. Awesome. Oh my goodness. So many good gems. I don't know where to... You guys, I know that you definitely have to go back and listen to this episode more than once because there were so many amazing gems dropped here today. And Kathy, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, really getting to understand how to do website and social media audits that really make sense for business owners. I think we focus a lot on social media and we may tend to forget about our website, which is a, which is very important and the way that people are converting, right? They will go to your website to convert. If you have a product, it's probably going to be on your website for them to convert. If it's slow, they're not, they're going to click off, right? right? So there's things that you should definitely do. So they don't do that. So Kathy, could you let us know where we can find you online? If someone wants to sign up for the program that you have, the amazing programs, how can they do that? Okay. Um, well, you can find me online a few ways. So I'm at Kathy Fred on Twitter. I'm at Kathy Fredrickson on LinkedIn. Um, you can find our digital marketing clinic through our WisconsinSBDC.org. So like I said, we're part of the Wisconsin Small Business Development Center. We are a growing initiative through our SBDC. So that's where you're going to find what our interns provide. And I have a caveat. It's the state of Wisconsin. So if you love what you see here, here is my tip. Go to your small business development center that is located nearest you. So so go to the Small Business Administration website. There are great counselors and they're all set up differently in different states. So another state might have a different um, marketing initiative that might be housed in their small business development center. So that's my plug for the small business development center as a whole. I think small businesses should be utilizing that. That's our that's our US government helping small businesses. It's been around forever. So um, I'm, I'm really proud that we're affiliated with the Small Business Development Center. If you're in Wisconsin, you can apply to our clinic. We would love to serve you. And if you're in another state, go to your local Small Business Development Center and please tell them that Michelle Thames and Kathy Fredrickson sent you that way. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. It has been so amazing chatting with you all about digital marketing. And I hope that everyone picked up the amazing gems that were dropped in today's chat. So excited to put this in works because I definitely had learned some things that I'm going to go back. And I'm going to change some things on my website because I know that things need to be updated. So thank you so much for this very informative chat. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.